Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. Talk Radio 77 WABC. 77 WABC. Welcome back to the John Katz Matidi's Katz at Night Show. Now on the line for us is we have uh, Detective Sergeant Joe Jackalone. He's a retired NYPD officer who has held many prestigious positions during his more than 20-year career. Now he's a law and police science professor at John Jay. We were just reading an article, and it's everywhere now, that there seems to be a mass exodus of NYPD cops, whether they're retiring or quitting. Detective Jackalone, what the heck is going on? Hey, good afternoon. Yes, it's uh, it's really a dark time right now for policing, not only in New York City, but, of course, across the country. Um, and it's sad because the issue that comes down to is that people of New York will will suffer and they'll suffer greatly for this because, you know, because this, you don't have enough cops to cover what's going on. And why are they quitting or retiring in mass? I, I understand that there's certain cities sending up recruiting people and bringing them down to South Carolina, Tennessee, Florida. Is that what's happening, Detective? Well, I, you know, John, we don't know exactly Who's going where? Because the uh, the city or either the union doesn't really tell us that. So the the real problem that you look at, listen, they always know how many people are going to retire based on the class sizes and when they're going to retire. Is it 22 years or 23 years, whatever it may be? So they already have that idea. It's the resignations that you have to look at. So the resignations are pretty uh, pretty high, and that's for people just leaving the police department before their time is up uh, for another job, whether it's policing or something else. And, and therein lies the problem. So. Almost as if some of the cops are just saying, I could find something better in this economy uh, than, than be bothered with what's going on. Is it a respect thing? I mean, I just read an article about a guy who's been arrested 40 times and he's threatening MTA workers and they just keep releasing him. And then there was that other guy that they arrested. He had waved a knife at police. They arrested him. He spent only one night in jail, gets out and then stabs two people in the neck back to back. I mean, I could, if I'm a cop, I'm doing all this work. I'm risking my life, putting people behind bars, and they're just getting back out on the streets. Well, I mean, that could be frustrating for sure, but I don't think that's the the move behind some of this. So, for instance, if you look at the diaphragm law being put back into play, you're looking at the decision on qualified immunity where people can personally sue cops. This is something where you're you're dealing with, a lot of issues where cops are worried that, that district attorneys like Alvin Bragg are more interested in locking them up for making an arrest than for actual keeping criminals behind bars. The, and I think that's what's going on. The problem, uh, Detective, it's uh, Judge Richard Weinberg. Judge, explain what qualified immunity is. Qualified immunity would protect police against uh, a civil action against them. And they've taken, taken that away. The New York City Council took that away. In other words, if a cop gets, gets sued, right. Because, oh, that cop hit me in the face, and he decides to sue the cop for a million dollars. He could take his house. And and the city used to protect. I do it nice and simple. People have to understand. Mm -hmm. The the city used to defend them in the lawsuit. Is that correct? Yep. Okay. And now the city council is uh, saying to the cops, 
Uh, we don't have your forget back. Forget about it. We don't have your back. We so, don't have your back anymore. So, so if they argue, well, it's not. But what a, do you expect? Well, but if they argue, well, it's not going to be the individual cops' assets that are liable, but the cities that destroys a cop's career anyway. So either way, the, the cop is is a loser. The problem, detective, is they've created a climate of lawlessness, of disrespect. Uh, cops in New York City are underpaid. I know for years they've been going out to uh, to Long Island. These are, mm-hmm. these are serious problems. Richard, I had the privilege of negotiating the contract for the sergeants in 2009, and I was shocked at the difference between what they get paid in the suburbs, what they get paid in, here in New York City, and a much more dangerous job. No, it's, absolutely, it's absolutely awful. We need to rally around the men and women and law enforcement. I had dinner with folks. Uh, oh, somebody, listen, forget Somebody has to watch their back, and that's what they're nervous about. I, I agree. I had dinner well, with uh, four Detective other... Sergeant, what do you say? Well, uh, no, I agree. And the, the fact about even making an arrest where you, you know, the, the way the diaphragm law is written, it's like you do anything to try to put somebody into custody, uh, you have, you're going to have a problem. And the issue that comes down to is then the qualified immunity will kick in after that, too, whereas the officer actually doing his or her job can get sued for it. And and then maybe get prosecuted. So if you're a police officer, you're sitting on the on the fence, going, well, "What do I do here?" It's it's a real dangerous game that the city's playing. And you're getting spit in the face. You're getting attacked. And you have a city council. You have a you know that and doesn't state, have your back. And the state legislature. And, and, the, and, I, and as I said, I had dinner with four other Supreme Court judges the other night, and their eyes are bleeding, their heads exploding because of the so-called bail reform law. They can't hold people in who they deem to be dangerous because it doesn't meet the statutory requirements. This is a very serious situation. All right. What do we have to do? We have, the city council has to wake up and we've got to make the police department, the, the, the people in the streets feel like they're human beings and we're watching their back. They want less cops, the city council. The hell with them. That's what they want. The people in the communities want the cops. The police department has defunded itself, and that's what we're doing. And it's going to continue, and it's only going to get worse. And then calls for service will suffer and everything else that you have to deal with, even getting reports at the precinct levels. There is just the domino the effect that's been put into place is going to be well, bad for New York City. We're going to take hard. a survey, which, which city council people uh, are, are doing this, and we're going to let the community know. We're going to let everybody know. Uh, thank you, uh, Detective uh, Joseph Giacalone. 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 It's Italian. I said, I said it right. Italian. 